Triple M Breakfast for Shed King. If you want your man cave to be drop shed gorgeous, go to shedking.com.au. Leaders in domestic, rural and commercial sheds. Adelaide, the greatest city in the world. It's time to wake up with the team born and bred right here in South Australia. The unofficial Mayor of Adelaide, AFL legend and Yabby Peeling record holder, Mark Rusciuto. The former squash champ and current B-grade golf champ, Chris Didmar. And the award-winning radio host, who's the dumbest smart person you know, Laura O'Callaghan. Triple M Breakfast with Rude, Dits and Lost. Oh, what a start to the day. We've got Limo, Limo and Albo oh. coming up on the show, <laughs> haven't we? We do. We've got a bit happening. Uh, we had a shower of rain last night. Gee, it belted down at my place. A slight chance. A slight, slight chance. chance. <laughs> you asked the Bureau for a slight chance uh, yesterday. You know what they said? Probably <laughs> most likely in the afternoon, not evening. So they got that wrong too. Oh, oh, give oh, them a I'm break. I'm off the bum. Give them a little tick. Off the bum. I hope they have the covers on the pitch. Yeah, for the uh, start of the test match at right. Oval today. Might just freshen it up a bit, didn't it? All think. right. There's a heap around, but looking forward to that. We have a chat to Buff Lehman uh, just before 8 o'clock today. That's to one of the limos, How yeah. much the Aussies are going to win by, because I reckon the Australian Cricket Board would be sending a message straight to the captain of the team and saying, when you bat, Please make 500 plus just to stretch this <laughs> test. For a couple of days. Yeah. Yep. I don't think the yeah. wind is going to be very competitive. Yeah. Oh. All right. Okay. Is that right, Dits? Uh, I think you've summed it up, yeah. But you'll hear it all. All of the action, the exciting they, action right here good. on Triple M. Okay. Yeah. The other Lima will join us as well. Yeah, for uh, a Anthony yeah. Lehman. And apparently I've heard that someone in his family mm. might have shown him up a little bit. Oh, really? Yeah, and caused a stir online. Oh, okay. Hollywood's involved. All right. Oh, really? Hollywood. Hollywood. All right. Yep. Not and also, uh, not all from P. Binger to Hollywood. Let's yeah. just say that. And the prime minister's going to drop in for a chat. He's he in is. Adelaide. Yeah. He is in Adelaide. It'll be yeah. great. So a huge morning here yep. on Triple M. Get all the news you need. One hundred four point seven Triple M. Hello, Adelaide. No one knows Adelaide like these guys. Triple M Breakfast with Rue Dits and Laws. Overnight news. Uh, Sarah Snook, the Adelaide girl, she um, grew up in Eden Hills. She went to Scotch College. She's bloody won the Emmy for her role in Succession. One of the greatest shows. Oh, my God. Have you watched it? I haven't, no. No, I haven't watched it either, but should I be? Look, it's – I don't know, I don't know, Rue, if it's right up your alley, but it is – it's very good. It's, a, it's sort of based on the Murdoch family. So there's the big dad, there's, yeah. and he's a real bad bastard, is to he? be honest. Oh, he's swearing and yelling at everyone all the time, screaming at people. And then there's the three kids, or the four kids, sorry, and they're all competing to, to inherit so like his oh, empire, his mm, media empire. The succession plan. And they're all right. backstabbing each other and okay. coming up with secret plans, and you never know where anyone's at. Mm. But she is Outstanding in that show. So she's won the Emmy. It doesn't get any better than what, that. What she, role does she and, play? And in the Golden it? Globe. And I think the critics. critics oh, really? Switch. So she's the daughter. Okay. Right. And she's Scoop kind of the, the apple pool. of his eye. Yeah. But she's competing with their brothers. And her performance is just, her American accent is sublime. Her facial, like, she's just so good in it. And she's oh, good. from Adelaide. Right. So well, I'll check it well out. Well done, Sarah. Yep, you, I like your recommendation. I'll take I'll... some calls later on people that have been, grew up with her. Oh, yeah. You watch now. Oh, yeah, she was my best mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Thick as thieves. Thick as yeah. thieves. She it off me in school. Yeah, yeah. that's All right. right. Yeah. Uh, now, something we glossed over yesterday. I did hear this in the news, and it, it did make me snigger, uh, but it's worth talking about today. Even if you vote and then pass away, it's worth it. 
Yeah. Get out. This was <laughs> Trump. Trump. Hey, yesterday. He's back. This is the <laughs> Iowa presidential race, right? The election in Iowa. And he, he did say that. He said, if you're sick as a dog, I don't care. Get out of bed. And then he just went on to say, even if you die. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this, this bloke just has no bounds. He's, he's out of control. Do you know, he won over half the votes. He belted in in this election yeah. overnight. Mm. And I just want to put this to you now. He's facing several criminal charges yeah. in the United States. We know all about that. Imagine the equivalent here. If an Australian politician was on criminal charges, he would not get, or she would not get one vote in this country. It's, I, I it's think. interesting that the Trump supporters are blind to any fight. Like they just yeah. don't care. No. They, they just would want. They'd follow him into battle. You know, they yeah. they really would. And. I don't know. Well, he's, as I said, he just bolted in in his first of the... Well, the predictions are if he's not in jail, he'll win. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I know. I know. And then again, I, I ask you, just think about the equivalent happening here. If we thought that one of our polys was about to go to jail, you wouldn't Anthony vote them in. You wouldn't vote what he thinks. Anthony you wouldn't vote Albanese. them in, would you? <laughs> was a good we got Albanese put, coming yeah. in. He was in the press this week for going to a Chinese restaurant and people were going... <laughs> In these times, I'm on bread and water. <laughs> How can you afford it? How can you, it must How can you have be a nice chicken chow yeah. yeah. <laughs> if he'd messed with the Constitution and burn evidence and yeah. stuff, it'd Look, be a different yeah. story. He might be half mad, Trumpy, but he's great entertainment oh, for yeah. radio. What did he say about Joe Biden? Do we I don't that? want to be overly uh, rough on the president, but I have to say that he is the worst president that we've had <laughs> in the history of our country. <laughs> But I won't, no, I, won't, I won't be overly rough. I won't be overly rough. Entertainment. You know. At the tennis last night, uh, <laughs> the, our summer is dominated by sport. Uh, our boy Tanasi Kokanaka's five-set winner last night. It was an epic battle. Seven-six in the fifth, if you don't mind, mm. against Sebastian Offer, who was just reeling off winner after winner. It was a great match. Uh, but he had this to say. I wish I could do it easier, but I can't. I've got the mental focus of a three-year-old. So, well. however, uh, however, I can get it done. You guys are amazing. Without you, no chance I'm winning. Therefore, he could do breakfast radio. The yeah. mental focus of a three-year-old. There you go. Someone yeah, give him a contract. That's right. You fit in very, <laughs> very well. qualified. It's... Triple M breakfast with Rue, Dits, and Loz. Best breakfast show in Adelaide. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Lehman. Lehman. I'm Anthony Lehman. Our favourite P. Binger comedian back for 2024. How are you, Lemo? Oh, hello, team. Happy New Year. It's wonderful to be back with you again. And, uh, and it's... Yes. I can't believe it. Mate, I had you at about 45 years of age tops. Oh, yeah, right. oh wow. <laughs> and you bloody turned 60 yesterday. Yeah. Happy birthday, mate. Thanks, mate. Thank yeah. you. Good yeah, on it's you, been, uh, It's been a festival, as people sort of say. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm over it. I've had enough. <laughs> How many parties? Because you know what? A mate of mine uh, is coming up. He's j- turned 60 on New Year's Eve. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's about to have his third 60th party. <laughs> right? How many are you having? Uh, we did seven days in a row. Yeah. It was, <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was solid. I went on a comedy cruise in between Christmas and New Year's, right? Mm-hmm. And I took my wife and my son with me. Great time. And I'm the, I'm the feature act on the cruise. So it's all about me. Mm. Right, and I'm loving that because as a comedian, that's how I like things to be. Yeah, right. And I do, I do two shows on the second night, and you know they both go really well. My son was in for the first show; he really enjoyed it. And the next day, he says to me, he goes, "Oh, Dad, I really wanted to get up on stage with you last night, but Mum wouldn't let me." I'm like, all right, well that's good. Yeah. Good work from Mum. Yeah, keeping you off stage. Yeah. And I said, I said to him, "Well, there's a gong show today. Do you want to tell a joke in the gong show?" It's where passengers get up and do jokes, right? Yeah. 
And uh, and I was one of the judges for the gong show. And he goes, oh, no, nah, no, nah, I won't. I said, oh, well, come and judge with me. So he sits with me. We judge the gong show, a bunch of passengers, about 500 people in the room. And they go to add up the scores for the gong show. And the host says, laddie, do you want to get up and tell a joke while we're adding up the scores? Mm. And he goes, oh, I said, go on, mate, go up and tell a joke. So I walk up on stage with him. He tells this joke and he freaking kills. <laughs> like blows the room away, right? <laughs> I put it on Instagram, right? The joke. Mm. Now, now for me on Instagram, I've been on Instagram for oh, 10, 11 years now. Yeah. If I get 10,000 views on a post, I'm pretty happy with it. Mm. My best ever is 52,000 views yeah. on yeah. a post, right? I put his up. How many views do you reckon his joke has had on my Instagram? 100,000. Okay, Loz? 80,000. Okay, Dits? Well, we've got to be going up. 150. He is approaching 1.4 million oh, views. Wow. <laughs> 1.4 million. He's had more views than I've had cumulatively on every other thing I've ever done on Instagram. Right, can we, can we have him every Wednesday? Yeah. <laughs> I'll, tell you what, this is, I'll tell you how mad it went, right? It went so mad. Sharon Stone didn't just like it. She commented what? on it. Sharon yeah. Stone? Sharon Stone. Sharon Stone from Basic what? Instinct, my childhood crush, commented <laughs> on my child's joke. You should have wheeled him out earlier. <laughs> it's a bloody cruel world, I tell you. And to make it even worse... I went through the comments. The only negative comments are about me. Why's <laughs> <laughs> like that old guy standing next to me? Uh, <laughs> so then I, as to better lighten the load a bit and bring a bit of levity to it, I commented, yeah, that old man is so annoying. That comment has had 160 likes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I hope it was a buddy. It must have been a cracking joke. It's all, it's all about the punchline. <laughs> 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 but anyway, yes, Dits, he'll be on with you next Wednesday. <laughs> oh, beautiful, Lamo. All right. Good to have you back in 2024, mate. Catch you soon. Good on you guys. Looking forward to a big year. Thanks, mate. All right, now uh, our producers have actually found this joke. We need to play it. We We've do. Got, after all of that, we've got to. Uh, now 1.4 his million his views. His son's name's Laddie. Yep. Uh, here it is. So there's these people, and they invite Brian over, and they all go to the dinner table, and Brian, he does a silent fart. <laughs> <laughs> and the owner of the house goes, Bunny, Bunny, get out. Bunny, Bunny's the name of the dog under the table. Right? Bunny did not go get out from under the table. And Brian said, oh, this is perfect. They're going to blame the dog. <laughs> so Brian did a second fart. This one stunk more. And the owner of the house went, Bunny, Bunny, get out from under the table. The dog did not get out from under the table. And Brian did a third fart. This one stunk more. <laughs> and, and the owner of the house goes, Bunny, Bunny, get out from under the table before Brian shits his pants. <laughs> there you go. Oh, 1.4 million likes. Oh, I'll tell you, Triple M family, get it to 1.4. Oh, oh, we love a laugh with Lemo. Maybe Laddie's soon. Get tickets now to Lemo's friend's show, Camp at Van Go. It's Rudy, it's Alonso. Triple M. Uh, 11 Secret Herbs and Spices, KFC. Yeah. 
You ever figured it out? You ever done a taste oh, test and try and pin it? I've never bothered, no. I'm, it's incredible that they've managed to keep it somewhat of a secret yeah. all of these years. The yeah. colonel sort of, you know, very adamant that the secret, you know, no one mm-hmm. will ever know. Well, they've made a boo-boo because uh, overseas they've, they've sort of come out with a packet of chips, Lay's chips, KFC flavoured. And they've written the, the ingredients on the back. Oh, no. <laughs> Come on. Nice. All has been revealed. <laughs> yeah, not and that silly, Lars, are they? It matches up with a secret document that was found that was apparently the kernels that had the recipe on oh, it. Oh, really? So do you want to know what that, what it is? Well, yes, please. Okay. So uh, two-thirds of a te- teaspoon of salt, half a teaspoon of thyme, half a teaspoon of basil, a third of a teaspoon of oregano, one teaspoon of celery salt, one teaspoon of black pepper, one teaspoon of dried mustard, four uh, teaspoons of paprika, mm-hmm. two of garlic salt, one of ground ginger, and three of white pepper. Celery salt. I've never heard of it. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's good. Celery salt. It's a great ingredient. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's just a bit, bit more bitter. Okay. But yeah, that's what it is. So you can make it at home. All right. So KFC's doomed. Yeah. They're done. Done. <laughs> Finished. Close the doors. Oh, we can all make okay. that. Yeah. Thanks, Colonel. Right <laughs> Thanks for your service. On Triple M Breakfast with Rude Dits and Loves, please welcome to the show the Prime Minister of Australia, Mr. Anthony Albanese. <laughs> Rockstar, welcome. The Triple M for our PM is in Adelaide today. There must be something happening. Let's find out. Prime Minister, welcome. Uh, is there a big Thank announcement? Why much. are you in Adelaide? I'm in Adelaide to meet some of the fantastic students who've been completing their fee-free TAFE courses uh, oh. last year in uh, carpentry and electrical. We know there's massive skill shortages in construction. And that if, if you want a great career that's well-paid, where you'll never be out of work, just go become an electrician. <laughs> and uh, all yep. of us have had the experience of uh, trying to find one over the years. Yes. And so I'll be meeting some of those graduates who did their courses, cost them nothing, uh, they're now working, and uh, it's, uh, it's fantastic while they do their apprenticeship. So... Uh, this has been a, an amazing program. We we promised 180,000 and we found that we delivered 300,000 places mm. in one year last year. Wow. We've allocated another 300,000 from this year and it'll go such a long way to addressing those skill shortages that are a real handbrake on the economy. So I'll be with uh, Louise Miller-Frost and the uh, state uh, Minister for Training in South Australia, Blair Boyer, because we're, we're delivering this in partnership with the states, but it's just been such a successful program. Oh, well, it's good news because the uh, housing crisis is a big issue. What are your top three priorities for the year, Prime Minister? Well, the first is continuing to address cost of living. Uh, that's got to be uh, number one. The second is uh, to continue to advance on our future made in Australia. I really want more manufacturing in Australia and South Australia has a big part to play in that. And the third will be to continue to preside over the clean energy transition. South Australia has been ahead of the game for a long while there. I visited uh, places like Wyala, uh, the steelworks there that, uh, transforming into producing green steel and those steps are really important, not just for climate change, but for jobs and the economy and just positioning ourselves to be ahead of the game as the, as the world moves. You say address uh, the cost of living. How do you do that? 
Well, you do that by making sure that you can put more money in people's pockets, and we've done that through a range of measures, cheaper medicines, cheaper childcare made a big difference last year, fee-free TAFE itself. If you're going to TAFE and, and not paying paying for it, uh, that makes a, a big difference. Uh, but we're looking at other measures as well. We'll be making announcements in the lead-up to the budget. I've asked Treasury and Finance to continue to come up with ideas in what ways in which we can assist with cost of living but without putting pressure on inflation. And as well, of course, we've got uh, inquiry going on into grocery prices. We want to make sure that your listeners, when they go to the supermarket, are getting the best value for money. And they're not at the moment, are they? Um... Well, they're not. And, and we know that, that that's the case. We know people are under pressure. Governments can't click their fingers and solve a problem like global inflation. But what we can do is make sure that we do everything at our disposal uh, to make a difference. And the fight against inflation is, of course, uh, really central to that. And it's good that the last figures just a couple of weeks ago uh, showed the inflation had dropped to 4.3%. And, and that exceeded anyone's expectations. Yep. That was a good thing, but there's more work to do. Uh, Prime Minister, everyone's been trying to get you to say, yes, the Stage 3 tax cuts are definitely going ahead. Why don't you give little Triple M Adelaide the scoop and say it on our station that the previous government's plans to roll out these uh, uh, cuts are going to go ahead. Can you do it for us, please? Well, we have have no change to our plans. Uh, We, of course, uh, have said that tax relief is really important. I mean, that's one way that you put more money into people's pockets and and tax cuts. uh, So they're going to happen. Well, tax cuts will happen in July, and uh, we're the same committed. as what we're committed to. We're committed to that. Well, we haven't changed our position on okay, that. So they will happen. That's okay, great. Done. That's good news. <laughs> Roll the papers. Let's go. <laughs> Headlines. <laughs> Just uh, something now. I don't want to. Uh, I'm not trying to uh, give you a loaded question here and create a headline. But just interestingly, overseas overnight, Donald Trump has won mm-hmm. the presidential election, if that's what they call it, for Iowa. Um, in Australia, I just want to give you a hypothetical. In Australia, if, it, if we had a politician facing criminal charges, um, I, I don't think they'd get, he or she would get a vote, quite seriously, would they? And yet he over there, he wins you know, and, and got over 50% of the vote. It's remarkable. Well, the, the US uh, system is, is a democracy and it is different from ours. Uh, I, I will say that. They have this primary vote system as well where... They're selecting through the processes of coming amongst the uh, Republican candidate. Uh, Joe Biden uh, will be the Democrat candidate uh, for the election. And then the good people of the United States will get to determine uh, that Mm. towards the end of the year. Mm. Uh, I, of course, as Prime Minister of Australia, do not interfere in elections in another country. (laughs) Uh, uh, Yeah, while you're here, you might have a glass of red wine. We're known for our wine with beautiful uh, wine made in the Brosser and McLaren Vale and the Adelaide Hills and Coonawarra and Clare Valley, all of that. But a lot of the grape growers are doing it super, super tough at the moment, Prime Minister. Uh, Any end in sight for the wine tariffs uh, with China? Uh, there certainly are, and, and it will make such a difference. I, the, the, 
the, the irony of this is that uh, what the industry tell me is that they've had a, a couple of really bumper years and of course it's been been pretty wet and the conditions have been good and the quality of the wine as always from south australia of mm. course is magnificent uh, i won't be tasting any this morning while i'm while i'm there i'm there this morning but uh, there's uh no Didn't you doubt get slammed the other day for having a chinese meal I, yeah yeah oh, just um, um, unbelievable, a little yum char next to my, uh, <laughs> How dare you? So, how, how, how dare I? Yeah. Perhaps exactly. don't have a Penfolds Grange today. Just yeah. have, you know, something like a Wix Shiraz or something. Something out of a cask, maybe. <laughs> I'll, I'll, be, I'll be having a mineral water today. <laughs> um, but uh, the wine industry is so important. It employs thousands of people and provides an enormous uh, income. Uh, to uh, to Australia and and it's also such a fantastic uh, flow-on uh, effect as well. Uh, Clare Valley and the Barossa and all of the magnificent areas that are, are so good uh, to visit uh, around Adelaide uh, provide for a boon for accommodation and everything else that that happens uh, yeah. up there in the Adelaide Hills. Uh, it's a beautiful state. And uh, the wine industry's been an important part of that, and that's why we really prioritise putting our shoulder to the wheel, and and making a difference uh, for the Chinese market is, of course, uh, over a billion people, and that makes an enormous difference. Yep. A growing middle class, and we want those jobs and that that uh, economic benefit to flow as freely as the wine does. Oh, oh, yeah. beautiful. All right. We'll have Let's a couple at lunch today and enjoy See what load. I did there? Yes, yes. I did. <laughs> <laughs> right for the There's another headline. No worries about that. Prime Minister, thanks for joining us this morning. Thanks very much. Always great to talk to you guys. Yep. Enjoy and, Adelaide. Uh, yeah, enjoy the day at the TAFE. There he is, our Prime Minister, Anthony Albanese. Tell us about Sarah Snook. Sarah Snook, Snook, Adelaide girl, and I'm sure there's lots of people out there claiming that she's their best mate. She went to Scotch College. Um, I think she's a couple of years older than me, so she would have graduated in like 05 or something. She's won the Golden Globe, the Emmy and the Critics' Choice Award for her role in Succession. She is just one of the greatest actors. And she's a lovely girl by all accounts. And, um, yeah, we're just really proud of her, I think, as a state. So we want to find out. Who knows her and how close yeah, they so. got to her. We're going to take some yeah. calls and Who's we've got some great prizes. We've got 15 got... minutes of fame off Snooky's yeah. hold her hand in high school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've got m- monster truck family passes to give away. We've got golf blitz <laughs> tickets to give away. And uh, we've got tickets to go and see Glacier. Yeah, yeah, I knew Sarah Snook. Give me the monster truck tickets. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, <laughs> probably about that. So her friends are probably breeding at the moment. Yeah, that? that's how right. old is she? Yeah, she's about 35, I think. Yeah, yeah could be. Sarah Snook, Adelaide girl, yep. and just uh, an actress in one of my favourite shows, Succession. I've binged it. Just, I think I've watched it most of it twice. How now. many seasons are there? I think there's five seasons oh, or really? four seasons. Ooh. But it's intense. It's based on the Murdoch family, sort of loosely. Yep. You've got the big angry daddy, and then the kids trying to compete to take over the family business. Right. And they're all backstabbing each yep. other, and her. <laughs> performance in this show because it is one of the it's a very well written clever show with a lot of insults and a lot of sort of she just nails it mm. her role as uh, Shiv is just anyway love it she's won all the awards she's won Golden Globe she's won the Emmy uh, I think she's won the People's Choice Award um, 
she's she's cleaning up. What, this she is, grew up in Adelaide. She grew up in bloody Adelaide. She went to Scotch College and um, she grew up in Eden Hills. Born here? Yep. Lovely girl. So Eden Hills. Like, we haven't claimed that she actually is one. No, no, that. she's really, she's a lot of people True know blue. her. True Blue. This is True. her winning the uh, winning And my the family, Emmy. to my mum and my dad, I love you and thank you for having a dress-up box when I was a kid. I think that's this is where it gets you. Sorry. <laughs> and also the, the biggest thank you, I think, though, is... Um, to someone who won't understand anything that I'm saying at the moment. Uh, but I carried her with me in this last season, and really it was her who carried me. Um, it's very easy to act when you're pregnant because you've got hormones raging. That's a good point, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was very particularly good in that season, so I think her and her child won that together, that right. Emmy. Um, but what we want to know is... Do you know, Sarah, did you grow up with her? Do you want to, you know, look, we've got monster truck tickets to give away. <laughs> <laughs> we just want so to triple it's so appropriate, yeah. Did you go to school with her? Did you hold hands with her in high school? You know, you're super proud of her. Just give us a call, one triple three five three. Um, Let us know about, you know, how well you know Sarah and how proud you are of her. And the Emmy goes to Sarah Snook, Succession. <laughs> Yeah, Adelaide girl Sarah. Unbelievable, yeah. She has won the Emmy, the Golden Globe, and the People's Choice or Critics' Choice. I think it's Critics' Choice. I don't know. Yeah, it is Critics. Anyway, she's cleaned up, basically, an award season for her role in Succession, one of the greatest shows I've ever seen. And we're all very proud of it. You know, we're very parochial in South Australia. When a South Australian does well internationally, it's exciting. And we wanted to know on one triple three five three. do you know Sarah? Did you grow up with her? Did you go to school with her? How proud are you? Like, she sound, seems like the nicest girl. And we'll give you monster truck tickets for right. the story. <laughs> Let's go to Ethan at Mono Para. How do you know Sarah Snook, Ethan? Yeah, Sarah's a lovely lady. He used to play netball with her cousin. And uh, every now and then on the weekends, us kids get together and we'd all go to the cinemas and Sarah would uh, tag along. So oh, that's you're not how putting I some mayo on that, Ethan. You played netball and then went to the cinema. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Played oh. mixed netball, 42 okay. arena. What was their position? Goal attack. <laughs> <laughs> Ethan's good. Ethan at Mano Par is nowhere near <laughs> Ethan. Okay. He played netball with her younger cousin. <laughs> That's what we've got right. in the whole of Adelaide. Right. Good try, Ethan. Good try, Ethan. I love it. Yeah. All right. Alison at McGill, how did you know Sarah? Oh, she used to come here to St John's Grammar School before she actually went to Scotch College, and I used to look after her in the OSH program, so she used oh. to come to that after school. Really? And we're very proud of her, and I like to tell all the staff that work here that she used to come here to school when she was very little. Oh. <laughs> so look what you can do. To the yep. kids yeah. when you grow up. Yeah. Oh, that's go. inspirational. That's good. Yeah. So, yeah. Where Did was you know St. John's? Where, where's that? Yeah, St. John's is in Blair, so not Blair. far from Eden Hills where yeah. she grew up. Yeah. Okay, that, that makes out. sense. That All out. right. Did she have a bit of acting flair at the time? Did, was she but, dramatic? I'm sure she probably did, but I, it's a long time ago for me, and I've looked after a lot of kids since then. <laughs> True. So. Alison, you've got to take some credit. Any other yeah. famous yeah. kids come through the uh, Osh? Yeah, they have actually, but uh, I can't remember all their names. Zed, he he's on ABC or something oh. or other, and it's a few other kids. But yeah, yeah, good on you, Alison. All right, thanks, oh, Alison. Thanks for calling in. Uh, Alison, she's going to the monster. Tr- <laughs> she, she's <laughs> a bit more believable than Ethan. Yeah, I think so. Ethan's, Sorry, Ethan. <laughs> you might be right, but <laughs> Ethan played netball with her little wrong. cousin once. <laughs> That's one of the best things I've ever heard. Right. <laughs> uh, the monster trucks are on <laughs> Saturday night at the Adelaide Showgrounds as well. You can get your tickets from ticketech.com.au. 
He's one of South Australia's finest cricket exports. What a great shot, though, from Darren Lehman. He's played and coached for Australia. That is smashed. And Darren Lehman departs it out of the ground. About 14 rows back. Almost takes out a tray of drinks and two pies. <laughs> and now he's on the Triple M cricket commentary team. Darren Lehman should raise his bat. Please welcome to Triple M Breakfast, Darren Buff Lehman. Ah, oh, one of our favourite sons. Buff, good morning on day one of the test. Morning, crew. How is it down there in Adelaide? Ready to go for a magnificent day of cricket? Yeah, yeah I reckon I think so. Now, what can you tell us about the West Indies? They're, they're hard to read, aren't they? We don't know much about them. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit like that, isn't it? They're, they're young. They're, look, one thing they have got, yeah, they've got some talent in the West Indies over there. So they'll, they bring these young kids with no fear, no scars, I suppose, from previous tours. You know, Australia will be too good. There's no doubt about that. But we'd want to see some you know, some young talent come through the wings of the West Indies cricket team. So hopefully there's some fast bowlers. And they've got some, you know, Braithwaite and those sort of guys that have played before and done well. Uh, Kimar Roach, who's, who's quick enough. But there's some young guys called Joseph, who's a, a quick bowler. Azari Joseph, who, who gets them through. So they've got some pace there. They've got some different bowlers that can cause some troubles for us. But I think we'll be too good in Adelaide, lads. Uh, and ladies, of course, sorry. Loves to be offended. She really loves her sport. I love yeah. cricket. Cricket especially. Test cricket's right oh, up her alley. Yeah. I, I, do, I do know that, Ray, because I sat with Loz at watching the Crows one day and she didn't watch a ball. Or football. <laughs> Excuse <laughs> me. <laughs> she jumped on the bandwagon when they're good. Don't up. worry. No, I, I remember every moment of that. I don't think it was me not watching the game anyway. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Buff, what's your thoughts on Steve Smith opening over Cam Bancroft or even Travis Head? Oh, well, look, I love Hedy where he is at the moment, so leave him there. Um, Steve Smith wants to do it. They want to pick the best six batsmen. That's what they've done. I mean, the opening position is a really specialised one, so it'll be interesting to see how the champion goes. I mean, he's a pretty good player, so he'll probably cope pretty well, I would think. Um, are they going to do it against you know India and England? If that's the case, then there's no dramas. If that's not the case, then probably should have played a, mm. an opener as such. But, look, they've picked the best six. They want Cameron Green back in there. Definitely, and he is a, going to be a very good player over a long period of time. So they're trying to get him some game time. Now, Buff, over the years, uh, when you weren't playing, I used to see you out the back of the members throwing down a West End or whatever the beer was of the day. Uh, Rue's going to read out some of the uh, culinary delights on offer yeah. from day one of the test today. Things have changed. Yeah, it has from uh, having as many uh, pints as you can up on the hill. You can head out the back and you can have a Pim's jug for uh, $42. Yes. Buff, or pims and lemonade. <laughs> or uh, when you get a bit peckish, you can have a lobster sandwich with chips for $24. Oh, I see. So oh, bargain. Tally, 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 oh, Crow. What about, uh, what, what about just a West End draft and a pie? I oh, know. <laughs> this is like going to Wimbledon, not the Adelaide Oval. probably get that as well somewhere, but uh, yeah. I did read that this morning and thought, how times have changed. <laughs> they, they have changed, haven't they? I mean, at the end of the day, I've got a statue out the back there, and by the end of the day, it's got about 10 durries hanging out of it. <laughs> 20 West End draft empty cans. That's around, right. So. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Hey, good on you, boy. Thanks for joining us. We're looking forward to uh, a great test series. Thanks, Chris. See you, Loz. He is part of the Triple M commentary team, Darren Buff-Lehman. 104.7 Triple M. Stay cool with an Automasters aircon service. Call 1300 Automasters. Have you heard? Have you heard? Have you heard? Your Ruber file's been on the money a few times. Oh, Every morning at 7.40am, hear what's happening in Adelaide first. Mm. The Rumour Mill. 
Uh, yeah, you can win a thousand bucks thanks to Auto Masters with your rumor. Yeah, you can text in on oh four triple eight five one oh four seven, or you can ring in on one triple three five three. Only a year ago, we were having a very large flood in the River mm. Murray, a once in a generation type flood, um, which caused huge amounts of damage to. Uh, private houses, to shacks, to caravan parks, to businesses, to towns, to animals uh, were drowned. It was devastation everywhere. Um, it was terrible. We went up uh, and did a, a, a road trip up to the river yeah, and did. met with people and yeah, heard we did. the stories and saw the carnage. Yep, it was unbelievable. There was a lot of bad stuff that went with it and also some good stuff. Um, you know, it's, it is healthy for the river to flood. That's what it's meant to do. But the big ones do cause a lot of heartache along the way as well. Um, on the, uh, in the off season over the Christmas period, I was up the river and talking to a few people and someone said to me one day, well, there could be another flood coming. And I said, oh yeah, no worries. Well, the floods do happen every, you know, three years or five years or 10 years, depending on rains. And then I heard it from another person. Then I heard it from another person. There's a few well-known long range weather forecasters out there at the moment that farmers or landowners subscribe to um, that are saying there's a chance that in the next couple of years there could be a flood as big or even what? bigger than what we had last year. Another one. They're talking, yeah, well, that some of them are saying bigger than 56, which is the biggest flood ever in the Murray. Now, if, if basically when you go to build any sort of building along the River Murray in South Australia, they say you're not allowed to build below the 56 flood level. That's the benchmark for right. how close you can get mm. and whatever. So yep. there's a hell of a lot of houses or shacks that are built just above that that marker. Mm. If we had a flood that was bigger than the 56 flood marker, like last year we had three or 4,000 homes that were damaged by the floods. If it went higher than 56, all those extra houses would go under. Mm. And we know we're at the Overland Corner pub where you walk into that the, through those barn doors. There's a marker just above your head, the 56 flood yep. marker. Yep. Mm. Yep. So that gives you an understanding. When you look, when you go on a ferry along the river or on a bridge, there's all the different flood levels. And then there's 56, which is about two metres higher than last year. So it gives you an understanding of how high they're talking. Now, I'm not trying to pa make people panic, but uh, there are several weather what's forecasts. What's the science? What, what, what are the, what's the logic? Uh, just, I don't know. I don't get right into the science behind it, but just the weather patterns and everything. And there's also already been a massive change. People have you've heard about what BOM have said. It was meant to be a dry, hot summer. It's quite the opposite happening mm. in the eastern states. They're getting pelted in Melbourne and Sydney mm. and Queensland and all that again today. The Murray-Darling Basin is already chock-a-block full at the moment. Shiver so the if they were happen to have another wet uh, winter and and continue through summer and anything. so This might be a stupid question, but you say that people can't build below the 56. Well, they're not allowed to. Majority of them, if you go to do it, it's, there's some that are below the 56. So the houses that and were... And if they're already existing, they're right. there. But majority so of So the ones that were affected in the floods last year, were they built they before? They were below the 56 flood level or they yeah. built in underneath the areas and, yeah. So, mm. but the majority of the homes are above 56. Okay. 
Yeah, so Am I, right? I don't want to scare Scary the people stuff, yeah. who own shacks along the river, um, but there are some weather forecasters are out there. Are there things saying, that people can do to prepare, or is it just kind of it, it is what floaties. it is? Yeah. Uh, probably, or mm. perhaps don't rebuild, or mm. don't regrass your riverfront, or mm. don't knock down your uh, uh, big walls that were built to uh, levy banks and everything. So watch this space. I'm not saying it'll happen, but some people are predicting. Those are the rumours. Yeah. Oh, exciting times in Adelaide today. The test match, you've got the tour down under leaving Norwood as well. It's all happening mm. around Adelaide. Anthony Albanese's in town as well. Yes. We're going to have a chat to him. Yep. Um, so, Going uh, out to visit people at TAFE who've done a course to yeah, become we, electrician. That's right. We need more builders. We mm. do. We do. Hey, I just want to have a, send out a little message to lots of people up in Port Augusta today, uh, family and friends of the two train drivers that were tragically killed in a road accident uh, or a work accident, it is more so. A semi-trailer cleaned up a, uh, a train just before New Year's Eve, so just after Christmas at the end of 2023. Two guys, 48 and 57, went out, did their job, and never returned to their families. I've got a connection with um, Port Augusta. That's where my wife's from. Just about every second person up there either works uh, as a train driver or tied up in that industry. So it's a huge part of Port Augusta. And um, I've met one of these guys, He, Michael Warren. His funeral was yesterday. He's got a wife and two kids. Uh, and his great mate, Kevin Baker, is getting buried in Port Augusta today. But you can imagine the impact that has on the train driving community and that town. It'd be no different dits to you and I, uh, you know, dying in an accident and what that would do to Triple M. It's a, it's a huge thing. This thing, this accident should have never have happened, and uh, but it has, um, and I just want to make sure everyone in Port Augusta and, and that community knows that uh, we're, we're thinking of them today and yesterday and, and in the future. So yep. all the best yep. to everyone up there. We are going to be doing something cool in the next few days. Uh, basically, we want to send someone off to have a, a bucket list experience um, at the Adelaide Motorsport Festival. We're going to be doing a hot lap, yeah. ripping around the streets of Adelaide uh, with a qualified race driver. Mm. What we want you to do for the hot lap is tell us your hot take. So, What does that mean? A hot, hot take, take is like a sort of almost controversial, unpopular opinion. And I had oh. one yesterday, apparently. Right. Well, that if you listen to an audio book, you can't say you've read it. Right. You can't say, oh, yeah, I've read that book, if you listened to the audio book. Mm, yeah, yeah. And then Alessia, our lovely producer, as I walked out, she went, oh, that's a hot take. <laughs> it's controversial. I think if you've listened to it, you've re- you can say you've read it because oh. you know the whole content. You, yeah. You've heard every word of the so book. So if you've watched the movie, you've read the book. Yeah, that's what it's No, by, but that's by that different logic. because the audio book is word for word. Yeah, but if it's almost like, if it's really well made and almost, is it the same? As a, yeah, I've read that. Loz, you, you went on to say if you've watched a marathon, you haven't run the marathon. That's what I'm saying. You've watched it. <laughs> you've watched it. You didn't run it. You watched yeah. it. This is a serious hot take. I think what you do and what I've sometimes done is that you do a combination of both where you read most of it, but if you want to go on a drive and you still want to get the book, you, yeah. you listen to some of it. But And that's fine. But if you listen from like cover to cover for someone reading it to you, no, you I haven't read still... it. You've listened to it. No, they've they've read it. <laughs> okay. Oh, well, that's my hot take. That's a hot <laughs> take. That, yeah. So both that's got that's an takes. example of a hot take, is it? Yeah. Like a strong opinion on something. Yeah. Unpopular. Another one that I've got. I'll give you an example. Um, I prefer Pinot Noir from the fridge. From the I, fridge, I keep it in the oh, fridge. Yeah, always mm. And sometimes, yeah, slightly chilled. Yeah. I yeah. have been known to put ice cubes in my Shiraz. 
In Nothing your Shiraz. Oh, there we go. That's no, a hot take. You can't yeah, do that. On a hot you, summer's Loz. day. No. Yep, I'm with you, Loz. You can't like do that. Him. No, you've got to find a, a light red. Put a bit red. of fruit in there as well. Uh, no, yeah. find a light red that's, A couple you know, of slices you... of orange and apple in there. Right. you got yourself so a sangria, son. So if I say that, um, you know, Seinfeld isn't funny. Is that that's a hot take? That's a hot take. Now I'm with you. Yeah. So when are we doing this? We're going to start tomorrow. Yeah. Yep. Well, we start texting in now, actually, and give us a bit of a taste of what you got. Your hot takes to 0488851047. You can give us a call. We're going to be starting this tomorrow. But, yeah, we want to send someone off to have an amazing hot lap experience at the Adelaide Motorsport Festival. Hey, uh, talking about those hot takes you were talking about earlier. Oh, Lots yeah, my hot take. People have uh, texted <laughs> Shiraz with ice cubes. Chris yeah. from Henley Beach has got one. My hot take is there's no such thing as wind burn. Oh. Do you get burnt on a windy night? Yeah. That's interesting. There you go from Chris. Uh, what, my... Does he just not believe in it or does he think <laughs> it's something else? No, but he's got a point. But there well, are... You don't get burned if it's a I windy often night, about do you? Yeah, wind burn. Oh, so it is just sunburn. Yeah. 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 Okay. It's not wind burn. Mm. All right. Well, maybe it's not, maybe he's yeah. just scientifically correct. I'm with you, Chris. Yeah? Okay. Mm. Any others? Uh, yeah, there's a couple others. Uh, Reese from Harndorf reckons my hot take is a Port Power established in 1997. That'll make you happy, Dits. Dits uh, has gone geez, geez, absolutely yeah. still. His face. Uh, Kim, he can't handle Kim it. from Riverton <laughs> has said that frozen grapes go down really well on a shardy. Oh, yeah. Because then they don't dilute the. Yeah, yeah they so just you, keep it cold. Yeah. Uh, Did you know this? No. You fr- have always have grapes in your freezer so that if your wine's warm, you put the frozen grapes in because they don't dilute it uh, and melt. They just cool however, it down. However, Vicky from Marino That's said clever. cubed ice. Mm with a shot or two of gin in the, as the ice cube mm-hmm. is not bad either. So when it melts, it's gin going in. But you can't freeze gin. It doesn't freeze. You can keep it in the freezer. Well, Wendy seems to think it does. Wendy, we're going to have to do a scientific uh, well, experiment. Vicky, 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 I should say. Uh, she said all salted caramel or butterscotch. Oh, so maybe, she, maybe it's like a mixed thing and she puts that in the thing. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I like that. A couple of hot takes here. Yeah, for you. nice. Yeah, good More ones. tomorrow, please. Send them in on 04885-1047. Find the wickets for the tickets. Uh, over the last couple of days, we've been saying, uh, Ruin Loz, that we're going to send uh, a couple of people down to the cricket, but these are very special tickets. No, yeah. they're not just ordinary tickets, are they? Three course meals, beverage packages, best seats in the house, 1600 bucks worth of yeah. uh, a double pass that mm-hmm. we're going to give away. Around about 9 o'clock or a bit before 9 o'clock today. That was the plan, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, we're going to put a wicket out at uh, on a cricket pitch somewhere yeah. around South Australia or in Adelaide. And at 7 o'clock and we're going to give away clues and we're going to try and stretch it out so someone could win these tickets. Our clues were that tough that uh, it lasted 15 seconds, the competition. Uh, the, prize was, the prize was there <laughs> waiting to be uh, claimed. As we dropped our clue. That's yeah. how good yeah. it was. Which yeah. happened at about 10 past seven. Patrick, our street team, was there. This is how it all went down. Find the wickets for yes. the tickets. The clue I'm going to give you for the oval. What was the first clue you gave? In the off-season, we rock. Yeah. Soup City. The next clue. Soup City. Mm-hmm. One of our street team is Patrick. Is out there somewhere, Patrick. Good morning. G'day, Dips. How are you? I'm at our secret location at our at our oval here, and the stumps are in clear white plastic ones, like you might find at uh, at a school. Yeah. But I've actually got a Bluetooth speaker in them, so I've got you guys pumping through this oh. oval, <laughs> and uh, so we're easy to find. We're on a busy road, so we are visible if anyone's driving to work in around the northeastern suburbs. Oh. Oh. Find the wickets for the tickets. Oh.
Hey guys, how are you? Yeah. Literally, in the two minutes since I've last spoken to you, we've had about ten people roll up. There's some smart people in our mind. Oh, smart people? You gave it away, practically. <laughs> You're not one of the smart people, obviously. <laughs> well, so... Debbie and Mark got here right away, so they were smashing it. Debbie and Mark, congratulations. Oh, hi, how are you? Yeah, I'm right, so excited. All right, now, which, which clue gave it away? The first one. In the off-season, we rock. Because where are you, yes. actually? Um, Campbelltown Oval. Yeah. Campbelltown. Campbelltown. Explain yeah. the clue. Okay, so my husband and I are driving to work, and you said off-season. I said, it's got to be a football team. Yeah. And we drive past here every day, and he said, oh, it's got to be Campbelltown Oval because the rocks is Ross Trevor. And go. they play. Uh, Ross yeah. Trevor, old collegians, rocks. Yes. yes. Sherlock Holmes over uh, here. Now, now Loz came up with Super City. Do you Explain understand that? that? No. Well, that's Campbelltown, yep. I assume. Cam- Campbell Suit. Yeah, oh. Campbell. Oh. Campbell Suit. You're too yeah. good, Debbie. City. So, uh, looking forward to a big day at the cricket on Friday, then you too. Yes, yes, that should be great. Really excited. Hmm. <laughs> so, it would have been good <laughs> to go through to nine o'clock and yeah. just you know, keep the clues yeah. coming, but yep. uh, Debbie and Mark, we too good. We went off early. Too good. Can happen. Uh,